Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 3 of The Brokerage Insider, the podcast where we interview real estate and technology leaders, which is sponsored by Tribus and hosted by me, Johnny Pfeiffer. Last week during Episode 2, we were fortunate enough to have spend time with and interview Krista Klees, the president of Slifer Smith & Frampton in Aspen, Colorado. We learned so many exciting things about Aspen and the Roaring Fork Valley market, and Krista provided a lot of insight for us on what it would be like to begin your career in real estate in the Colorado luxury real estate market, and also the benefits of clients using Krista and her team. And so Krista is a perfect segue into my next guest, one of my dearest friends and one of my most favorite people in the world, Denise Pruitt. Denise is a realtor with Arizona Best Real Estate in Arizona, the greater Phoenix area. And Arizona Best happens to be the largest independent real estate company in the state of Arizona. Denise has been with them for a long time, has incredible experience in the industry, and is one of the top selling agents in her field. So I'm so excited to have Denise on our show today and to talk with our listeners and share her insight. Denise, welcome. Well, thank you, Johnny. We're really happy to be here today. Well, thank you. I'm so excited you agreed to join us, and I'm so excited to go through our list of topics today to chat about and just to let our listeners learn all about the Arizona area, Phoenix, Scottsdale, just everything you have to offer in that region. And I know you are the expert. I believe you're born and raised there. Is that correct? I am an Arizona native, yes. That's... And I've lived in the Scottsdale area since I was six. That's what I thought. So we couldn't have anyone better to teach us about the beautiful market of southwestern United States of the great state of Arizona. So Denise, if you would do us a favor and give us a quick intro and just let us know who you are, where you're from, and how you got into real estate. Well, sure. I'm happy to. And so, you know, interestingly, uh, much like your career, I started in the resort industry. And so I enjoyed 16 years working in the hotel and resort business, everything from front of house, back of house, human resources, and really became a chameleon of sorts. And when the time came for me to start a family, um, it also brought along a career change for me. And that was when I joined Arizona Best Real Estate a little over 22 years ago. So um, I'm an anomaly in many cases. You know, oftentimes people will hopscotch from firm to firm. And I'm one of those crazy folks that I, I put roots down and I have a tendency to stay put. So shortly after my son was born, um, David McIntyre, the broker and, and co-owner of our company, had approached me and asked if I'd be interested in, in um you know, running the HR and accounting functions for our company. And at the time, I really wasn't interested in working full time because I had a newborn at home, but I came up with this crazy idea to job share with another girlfriend of mine that had also had a baby recently. And, you know, being a forward thinker, he thought that was a wonderful idea and felt that he'd have two people in the loop that always knew what they were doing. And so, you know, when one of us was in the office, one would take care of the kids, the other one would go into the office and so on and so forth. And we did that for a period of time. But at one point, David looked at me and said, Denise, you know, you're going to be writing some checks for some people that, you know, in some cases you may be able to run circles around from time to time. And at some point you're just gonna have to get your license. I can't keep you in this chair forever. And I laughed at him because I enjoy organizational detail and I'm just as good of a paper pusher as anything else that I've done, but he was right. And so when my son started into preschool, um, I, I went ahead and activated my license and never looked back. And it really has been quite a beautiful fit. And I, my career in the resort industry was a good training ground 
for delivering service, you know, not only from a customer service level standpoint, but rather than helping people acclimate to our destination on a temporary basis, it was now more of an immersion on how do they get settled once they're here. And I would have never seen that that duality um, until I found myself in it. And so I absolutely love what I do. Well, I love that you shared that. Thank you. And actually, our listeners are probably starting to see a trend, though I didn't prompt Denise for this, is real estate is a limitless opportunity industry for careers for everyone. No matter who you are, what your goals are, it has, as Denise said, you have back a house and accounting side, you have marketing side, you have the selling side, and then ownership and beyond. So what I think is so important is David McIntyre, I have the great pleasure of knowing he and his wife Charmaine very well and they are all about family it's all about just like in our first podcast we talked about with Stephanie with her team Krista with her team and now David and Charmaine with their team it's about family it's about supporting their agents and helping them be successful and create careers and David specifically is focused on helping women create tremendously successful careers. Their daughter, Allison Rabarczyk, is an integral part of their team. It's truly a family-run business. And I think Denise would say she's definitely part of their family. And I believe you're their babysitter. Is that correct, Denise? I think. Yeah, it's, it's true. Guilt, guilty as charged. And obviously our families go way back. And my has been a realtor since I was six years old. I'd be dating myself if I revealed how many years, but it's been like half a century. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I... Yes, our our families go way back. And, you know, the interesting... Our company's multi-generational, not not only with David and Charmaine's family and with Allison's involvement and additional members, but my mom and I both still are active with the company. But there's, there's a number of other agents in our firm that also have, you know multi-generations and sometimes they work together and sometimes they don't and we have couples and and so on and so forth so you know when we talk about a family dynamic that culture is very much alive with Arizona Best Real Estate. I love that and it just fits into the theme of this entire series of our podcasts and you know with that obviously David and Charmaine and their family have created this iconic brand that's well known across the entire state of Arizona and specifically in the greater Phoenix area what has caused that great success in real estate for Phoenix, for the Scottsdale area, or the entire valley for that matter? Why is everyone wanting to come to Arizona and specifically the Phoenix area? What makes it such a desirable destination? Well, you know, part of that, a variety of different things. You know, climate and the weather and activities are some of that. Um, you know, interestingly, when we talk about the weather, we, while we have extreme weather during the summertime, the majority of the year is very temperate. And so it lends itself to a very active lifestyle year round. Um, you know, sometimes we just have to shift how we spend our time, you know, when, in the warmer time of the year. But Scottsdale as a destination has always been considered a resort locale. And so we have all of these signature destination events that occur at various different points of the year that is an alluring attraction for people that really want to be able to experience the destination, not only from an event standpoint, but then how are they gonna spend their time once those events have kind of come and gone? And so, you know, for a long time, people would vacation here. I think that one of the gifts was it taught people how to office remotely. And so one of the, we saw market when all of that occurred is that people that traditionally had second homes here or they were vacation, 
began to very quickly realize that they could live here full time and that they could office remotely. So, you know, having said that, Maricopa County was the fastest largest or excuse me, the fastest growing county in the country pre-COVID. So we were already on an upward swing before all of that happened. And going into COVID, we were sitting on about a two and a half, three month supply of inventory going into COVID. And as we all learned very quickly, real estate didn't go careening off a cliff once that happened. In fact, there was a slight pause, if you will, and then the markets took off across the board. And so, you know, Arizona and Scottsdale in particular are still a growing and thriving area from a business standpoint. And so we have continued to grow. Um, obviously, I'm sure we'll get into some dialogue about what interest rates are doing too, and that's a, that's a whole nother element. But, you know, Phoenix was a target prior to this big swing in the real estate market that we've all sort of been the beneficiaries of. Well, and that's a great segue into, as you said, there are so many reasons why people want to be in the state of Arizona and specifically in your valley where Arizona Best operates in. And there's so many amazing resorts and golf courses. And as you said, the Phoenix Open, the big events that take place there, it's such an exciting, dynamic, energetic place to be most of the time. What are a couple of your favorite go-to spots? So when people, if they are interested in exploring that market and getting to know your area a little bit, where would you recommend they go hang out and kind of get to experience your area? Well, you know, and that is such a wonderful question because I think a lot of that depends on what someone's interests happen to be. And if you happen to be a golf enthusiast, there's more world-class golf available on public courses within a four to five mile radius of each other than anywhere else in the country. You know, a lot of segments of the country are more country club driven. And while we have that available as well, we also have very robust public golf facilities available that are very attractive in this resort market. Um, we also have the McDowell's Norm Preserve, which is the largest urban preserve in the country. And so Trustland was purchased up over a period of time with the intention to preserve the surrounding area in Scottsdale, where we basically have an urban park setting with all kinds of hiking and mountain biking trails and things like that. So it's very easy to immerse yourself into nature without having to put a lot of effort into it while still having access to all of those destination resort amenities. You know, for the cycling enthusiasts, there's plenty of that as well. You know, lots of indoor, outdoor, cultural, the signature destination events that we have occurring here, really, they start to really fire up around the holidays when all the bowl games come in. And obviously this coming year in January, we'll be hosting the Super Bowl. And that's right on top of the Waste Management Phoenix Open on top of everything else. And so both of those events, the final day of the Open is the same day as the Super Bowl. So you can imagine how um, active and vibrant the communities are gonna be all over the Valley during all of that going on. And no sooner than that wraps up, then we have the Barrett-Jackson car auction followed by the Arabian Horse Show and then spring training. So it is just one event behind the other, behind the other, behind the other. And um, you know that's one of those things that gives us a little bit of something for everyone. We have really wonderful dining and retail experiences available as well. And Scottsdale Fashion Square is a host of a collection of a variety of different luxury brands as well as more affordable alternatives and it's centrally located and so they actually have one of the highest per capita spending from a retail standpoint than anywhere else in the country but not a lot of people know that well no and it's it is such a beautiful shopping districts and it's right on the canal system there in scottsdale and there's outdoor dining al fresco and it's just 
absolutely incredible. And I can personally tell our listeners, as Denise can attest to, I've purchased a home in Scottsdale. I'm one of its biggest fans. Denise was our realtor and it was the best experience ever. But what was so important as we were down there and learning, as Denise said, there's so much for everyone. It does, you don't have to be a golfer. You don't have to be a cyclist. There's everything to do. One of my favorite spots, hands down, the Phoenician Resort is one of my favorite places to stay. However, Mastro's and Kirlin is probably my favorite steakhouse, as Denise knows, because I drug her there many, many times. And then um, if you want a little quieter up in the Troon area in Northern Scottsdale, the Four Seasons is an incredible resort. So I love what you shared with our listeners. It's just something for everybody in the greater Phoenix area. And so with sharing all of that, that relates to us, your passion for your area. And I think we would both agree, having been in real estate for so long, you have to love what you do to be successful in anything. And in our industry, in real estate, we have to believe in what we're selling. We have to believe that what when we're bringing people into our communities and making them a part of them, we believe in what it is we're saying. I don't think anyone will doubt that you feel that way. And so with you, our last two guests had incredible careers. They're powerful women in real estate. They've reached the top of their success ladder and you have done the same. Why do you think the industry offers so much opportunity for everyone and, and specifically to women? Why is there such limitless success in real estate available? Well, I, that's such a wonderful and thought-provoking question, Johnny, because, you know, first of all, one of the first things that David taught me after I got my license, he goes, look, he goes, you get compensated for results. If you don't work, you don't get paid. And I think sometimes there is a displaced perception about how easy or difficult and challenging our industry can be. And, you know, frankly, if we make something look easy, then the perception is easy. So often to you know, avalanche of telephone calls, emails, text messages, and all the files that, you know, go into that, unless, you know, that's without even taking into consideration our intellectual capital of what we understand about the destination, the market, and all the things that go into bringing a transaction, you know, successful from start to finish. And, you know, one of the most important investments that most individuals, couples, families, however you slice it and dice it, is a real estate purchase, right? It's the, usually the most significant financial decision that a person makes and good, bad, or indifferent. And if there is an emotional element that is not quantifiable, we can run statistics and data all day long, but it's our responsibility to be able to sort of lean in and listen to all of the things that are important to our clientele and help them manifest that into what it is that they're looking for. And I think one of the most important skills we can bring is that ability to listen and then articulate that into our search. Um, you know, there's a thing that happens when you walk into the home that you fall in love with. And I, it's kind of that aha or hallelujah moment, as I sometimes like to call it, when somebody walks in and they go, oh my God, I love it. Like, where's the, where's the metric for that? <laughs> you know, that's something that you feel in your heart. And so, you know, we can, we can gather all the information, but when you find the one, much like a lot of other things that happen in our lives, you know, and it's like, and, and so your intuition sometimes is one of the best barometers when you're going through that. And, you know, for our ability to be able to connect to our relationships with people and help make those moments come to fruition are very, very important. And one of the things that I've marveled about over the years, because you know, all of us, I think, that have been in this industry for a long time have had the opportunity to work with everything from first-time home buyers to clients that can potentially write a check for whatever they want. I've seen some very powerful and influential people come through 
our doors over the years. And the thing that surprised me is like, I know some that are like a barracuda in the boardroom, but when it comes to affairs of the heart and taking care of their families, it's like when you see the soft, squishy side. And so, you know, to kind of answer your question about why, uh, you know, so many women tend to be successful in this industry and men are successful in this too. I'm not going to try and take anything away, but when you talk about big decisions that have an emotional element, you know, as a woman myself, I can tell you I'm emotional, right? And so I, I have a sensitivity around that, that leaves the door wide open where we can balance the analytics with the emotional piece. And when those connections happen and we are helping family, this is really valuable. And, you know, it, I, I don't know if it, I don't know if it's a nature nurture thing or, or what it is that drives that, but I've seen successful women in this industry and I you know the, the most successful men I've seen in this industry really have a good um, balance of you know figuring out where the analytics fit in and allowing some of that emotional piece to shine too. I absolutely love this response and it is so interesting to me and if our listeners who if they've listened to the, our last two podcasts with Stephanie and Krista the first thing I'm going to point out about what Denise just so brilliantly shared with us is it's not about the commission. If you, no. if you, if everyone remembers the last two and now with Denise, it's about relationships. It's about taking care of people, doing right by them. And what I think is so important is Denise brought a different element to this was is that a mindset of someone who is a realtor and who is actively selling and the component they bring of making sure that they find the perfect future spot for them. It's very emotional, it's very personal. And as Denise shared, it's also probably the most expensive investment they'll ever make. And so I think with that, that's a perfect segue, Denise, into my next question. For our listeners wanting to start a career in real estate and or currently successful and just wanna boost their business, what vital steps are needed to accomplish this? You've already shared with us, as our past guest did, it's about people, it's about relationships, and it's about helping them follow and find their dreams. That is a beautiful concept. Who doesn't want to help people do that? What other components of that can you expand on for us for those who want to delve into real estate? How can they do that? What are the opportunities? Well, you know, first of all, you have to have grit. And, you know, and grit is important because you have to have the tenacity to be self-disciplined enough to get up and make this a job. And, you know, business isn't something that just falls from the sky. There is an organized way of going about it. And so, you know, for, for the individual who's not particularly organized or, you know, doesn't want to put themselves on a schedule or, you know, have systems in place, they might experience some initial, what we might refer to as accidental success right, where the, maybe their first two or three transactions sort of come because of their immediate sphere, or they just were in the right place at the right time. But, you know, the fact of the matter is, you know, you have to work at your business as much as you're in your business and anything else. And, and that relationship dynamic is important too. So, you know, I, I think it's important for somebody to have a high level of self-discipline and go get a tipness, you know, another one of those things that you can't really measure, but if you don't have it, you're really gonna have a hard time being successful. And, you know, you, you can't be a one and done with the things that you are trying, you know, consistency is key. And it usually takes, you know, you'll hear people say it takes six months, it takes nine months, it takes a year. The reality of it is you have to be consistent in your efforts and what it is you're doing day in and day out, because when it hits, 
and that engine takes off, that engine really starts to move. And all that effort that you put in in the months that preceded is what's bringing you what's happening now. And if I had a nickel for every time a newer agent would come to me and say, gosh, you know, Denise, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And I just, I'm not getting results. My answer is don't give up. Because right about the time they want to give up, it's about the time that the good stuff starts to happen. And so that's why we see such a high attrition rate where people think, oh, I'm just going to go out and get my license because I don't know what else to do. Well, what does that say about the perception of our industry, right? And if, and if we make things look easy, it means we're doing a really good job. And, you know, it, it, people don't realize that they need you until something goes sideways. Totally. Absolutely. That's where, that's where the rubber meets the road because... When something goes sideways and you're able to help them navigate what can, in some cases, turn into you know a quagmire of legal things, among other things, you know that's the time when they're like, oh my gosh, I could not have done this without you. I didn't realize that X, Y, and Z was involved in all that. So you know, for for somebody that's getting started, you know, I think having a good mentor under your wing is also kind of a, a an advantageous thing if you can find somebody. You know, obviously, not one person can mentor everyone. Um, otherwise, that becomes your your designated broker. <laughs> They're the well, ones that are sure. everyone. But you know, I can tell you, there's many people, including my mom, that I've learned from over the years. And you know, I think one of the things I love about the culture of our company is it doesn't always have to be one person. When you have a collection of established and um, successful realtors in a company, you should be able to pick up the phone and say, "Hey, I have a situation. Do you have a minute?" Especially if your broker doesn't have to be available, happen to be available. So. Um, you know, I, I, I know I'm giving a very wordy response to a simple question, but you know, there, I, I think the most important thing is grit and tenacity. You, you absolutely have to have the fire in your belly if you want to do well at this business. Well, and I love this feedback for our listeners because I hope what everyone takes from all of that incredible feedback that Denise just shared is it's intention. And I know Denise, having worked with her and knowing her personally, every day she's intentional. And I think that's the key to this is that you have a plan. You have a commitment to yourself and to your business and to your customers, and you can't lose. And the one thing she brought up that's so important for everyone to hear, don't give up. Because just at the time, all of those months of hard work are ready to pay off. As Denise said, people tend to leave the business. They get frustrated. That is exactly when you were ready to be successful. So just follow your gut. Keep your head down. Keep working. Your intentions will lead you home to success. It's that simple. And Denise, for those of us right now who are looking at the news and reading it and hearing it, and of course, there's a lot of stories out there about bubbles and crashes and interest rates and such. It's a lot of media coming at, at at everyone. I'd love for you to share with our listeners and for those who may be potential clients of Arizona Best and Denise Pruitt. What do you see as the future of real estate? Where's the market headed for the next couple of years? Can you polish up that crystal ball for us? I was going to say, yes, let me wipe down my crystal ball. Let's get to work here because it's like I probably spend half of every day, you know, unraveling whatever somebody heard on the news or read in the paper or saw online. And it's like, you know, there's a lot of information out there, but we have to, we have to remember that the media spins for one thing and they, they get ratings by provoking fear. So it's very easy to take a statistic or an analytic 
and spin it to meet their their headline right and then it starts a whole conversation about what's coming next whether it's interest rates or you know i think this this week i heard somebody say oh well you know interest rates are the highest they've been since 2002 well guess what in 2002 when they were eight percent we thought eight percent was great and it's not normal for interest rates to be two and a half and three and a half percent it was sitting in that arena for so long which was highly unusual and so you know one of the conversations i've had with a lot of clients lately is that you know and and particularly with sellers i mean buyers are sort of like a little sticker shocked by what's happening from an interest rate standpoint but the sellers are still suffering from the hangover of being able to move inventory quickly with a tremendous amount of of equity gain and so you know it's been really important to try and say it get them back on board with the idea of what was happening in a normal market before all this stuff happened. And the sky is not falling right now. What we're doing is we're re-entering into a more normalized market and people will talk about elections and interest rates and all this different kind of stuff. I actually just this morning received an email from my financial planner that demonstrated during the midterm elections, do you know the stock market has taken a giant dive? So all of our investment portfolios every four years during the midterm market elections timeframe, they've seen substantial declines followed by in the next 12 months, substantial recovery. Absolutely. And they've been tracking this since 19... 19- and it has happened every single time. Every but time in Denise, I've got to jump in here if it's okay. Yeah. We we did, at Slifer Smith & Frampton, we did a 20-year study, just as you said. And if you overlay the activity of the stock market and the history and track record of it, mm-hmm. it nearly matches the real estate market exactly. It, it is a brilliant point. Yes, and if you were to track interest rates on mortgages from the 1950s through now, you would very quickly remember and get educated on, oh my gosh, we actually had this beautiful gift of these extremely low interest rates for a very long time. The good news is though, is that first of all, you know, these rising interest rates are occurring in order to offset inflation. We're all feeling the burn of that right now, but that does not mean that there are not solutions for that. And so just because interest rates aren't going up, what that means is, hello, sellers, we may have to go back to making accommodations that get our homes sold sooner rather than later. So we've exited the market where buyers will give you everything, right? And now we're back in that market where the sellers have to step back up to the table in order to be the next one to sell. And that means they're going to have to have the most competitive price with the most enticing incentives without giving it all away. Ah, but they need they need one more piece. They need the best real estate company and the best real estate agent to do that for True. them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is not, I will say, this is not the time to hire an amateur. <laughs> All of those times when people don't quite really understand, it's like, what are you going to do to separate yourself from the competition? And what are you going to do to make sure your home is the next one to sell in a changing market? And so when you hire somebody who's been in the industry for a while and has been through X number of election cycles, or you've seen the market go up and you've seen it go down and we've navigated these storms before, that's our intellectual capital. Those are the things that help us advise our clients as their trusted advisors to help get them to the finish line sooner rather than later. And it's really important that we're all on the same page when that occurs. It's like if I have a client and it doesn't matter if it's a buyer or seller and we're and we're, we're not on the same page, then we're not the right fit. 
And so, you know, that that's important. You know, it's like it's, it's important for us to make sure that we've aligned with the right clients as much as it is for a client to select the right realtor. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, I think everyone will nod their heads and agree with me as they're listening. Did I tell you she's brilliant or what? I, I learn every single time I talk with Denise. I learn so much. And it's the key component to this topic is I hope everyone takes away what this person who has in this incredible career, very experienced, has gone through a multitude of market ups and downs, is telling all of us it's going to be okay. Let's not panic. Let's all understand that it's simply a normalization of the real estate market. Things needed to shift a little bit. Sellers will still be able to sell their homes and see equity gains. Buyers will be able to buy in and get loans and experience the joys of home ownership that go way beyond just simply appreciation. So thank you, Denise. That was absolutely fantastic feedback on that topic. And as much as I could sit and talk with you for three hours, we're kind of wrapping up the podcast. So I'd love you to close us out, if you don't mind, with tell us why Arizona best. Why would we want to work with Arizona Best if we're a seller, if we're a buyer, if someone's looking to make an industry move? And why do they want to work with Denise? Give us a minute well, overview, please. Well, thank you for asking that. You know, as I mentioned earlier, it's like I've been with Arizona Best for over 22 years now, and that's not an accident. Um, I really, I love the corporate culture of what we are able to offer. And, you know, having, having been doing this as long as I have, I would say about 90% of my business is by referral, repeat clients or personal introductions from people that I know. And I'm always grateful for that. And I think one of the things that makes Arizona Best Real Estate unique is that, you know, not only are we independently owned and operated, so we're not under a corporate umbrella, if you will. We do, we are members of leading real estate companies of the world um, and luxury portfolio international, which gives us a very global reach. And, you know, so as independent brokerages, we, we are able to collectively, and that I'm talking as an industry, generate more sales transactions than many of the corporate um, you know, entities that are franchises, if you will, and so on and so forth. So bigger isn't always better. And you know, relationships matter to us. And I'm only as good as the last family that I helped. And so you know, if I'm looking to my clients to introduce me to the next person that I'm able to help, it allows me to focus my time and energy on me to focus my time and energy on that and less on marketing myself and having my name and my face out there because I think the results will speak for themselves. And so, you know, I think that's one of the things that makes Arizona Best Real Estate unique. We also specialize in corporate relocation under our relocation division and Allison Rabarczyk does a phenomenal job of spearheading and she she is an icon in the relocation end of our industry and anybody that's ever had an opportunity to work with her will be the first to tell you the very same and so i i agree with that i will second that yes and i feel very honored to be able to work under that umbrella and it's like we all learn from each other each and every day and it was because of that relationship and that network that you and i got to know each other and you know we started out in what we thought was going to be a client relationship and we've turned out to become very wonderful friends and colleagues and um, I, I value that I value that a lot and it's like and I also love the idea that I have realtors and brokers all around the world where I can send my clients to and make a trusted introduction and I always feel grateful and blessed when somebody trusts me to to take care of those that they that you know that, that mean a lot to them. And whether it's a client or a family member or a friend or whatever it happens to be, I don't take those relationships lightly. 
Um, and so, you know, that's kind of how we roll around there. And I, I think that that culture is alive and vibrant within Arizona Best Real Estate. And I think that's why our turnover rates are so low in our company as a result. Why well, I, I agree with everything Denise just said. Uh, the McIntyre family has created, as I said earlier, an icon in luxury independent real estate in the state of Arizona. And their reputation is untouched and unmatched for that matter. And you, Denise, to visit the company information, I believe it's ArizonaBest.com. Is that correct? That is correct. And that yeah. way, anybody who's considering listing, buying, wanting to learn more about the area, they can find your information on there and learn a lot more about Arizona Best and all of the amazing features and tools that they have at their fingertips through technology, but also through relationships. And our favorite thing with leading real estate companies of the world is, they are local, but they are also global. So Denise, I just can't thank you enough for joining us today. I have, this has been an absolute pleasure and you've shared so much great information. Oh my goodness. Well, thank you so much for having me. You've got my creative juices flowing. Now I feel like we could go for another hour, but I, I know our time is limited today. <laughs> I know, absolutely. And thank you so much. And I absolutely agree. I wish these could be longer, but I just am so grateful to all of our subscribers and listeners who hang in there with us and listen to our banter about real estate from some of the the best of the best in real estate across, across the country. And so I just would love to thank all of our listeners for joining us today for Brokerage Insider. Please stay tuned for next week when we will be bringing you more exciting news from the real estate industry. Please listen to us everywhere you are and able to listen to your podcasts. And they are always available on Tribus's website at tribus.com. Everyone have a great afternoon and evening and thank you again for joining us.